In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome on this second Sunday of Advent. This is pointing to the Saviour of the world, where we listen to the Sunday Scripture readings and reflect upon them. Pray for the world, for ourselves, and for the dead. Today, in particular, we remember Zaprin, Father Vincent, and Benjamin Zephaniah, who died recently. We also continue to remember our brothers and sisters who are sick. We remember especially Lazarina. Dear friends in Christ, last Sunday, we were reminded about waiting in hope for the unexpected coming of Jesus. This Sunday, the readings tell us how to wait in hope. They say, change is what has to happen. Even though we don't like it, dread it and resent it at times. St. John Henry Newman said, to live is to change and to be perfect is to have changed often. We are not talking here of external kind of change that we see, hear and touch around us at this time as we prepare for Christmas. No, the readings this second Sunday of Advent call us to a change from within, a change that transforms and enables us to make Christ's presence known and felt by all those we meet. In today's Gospel in particular, we find the unique example of that radically changed heart, that of John the Baptist, a man called to announce the coming of Christ. Like him, we too are called to proclaim the good news by our lives, to encourage our brothers and sisters to prepare in the wilderness a way for the Lord. Dear friends, let us pray that we will be brought to change our ways as Saint Peter cautions us in the second reading and that the outward changes of the Advent season that we see around us will continually remind us of how we are called to change within us those aspects of our lives that do not announce or proclaim Christ in our world. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. Console my people, console them, says your God. Speak to the heart of Jerusalem and call to her that her time of service is ended, that her sin is atoned for, that she has received from the hand of the Lord double punishment for all her crimes. A voice cries, prepare in the wilderness a way for the Lord. Make a straight highway for our God. 
across the desert. Let every valley be filled in, every mountain and hill be laid low. Let every cliff become a plain and the ridges a valley. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all mankind shall see it. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Go up on a high mountain, joyful messenger to Zion. Shout with a loud voice, joyful messenger to Jerusalem. Shout without fear. Say to the towns of Judah, here is your God. Here is the Lord coming with power, his arm subduing all the things to him. The prize of his victory is with him. His trophies all go before him. He is like a shepherd, feeding his flock, gathering lambs in his arms, holding them against his breast, and leading to their rest the mother ewes. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. I will hear what the Lord God has to say, a voice that speaks of peace, peace for his people. His help is near for those who fear him, and his glory will dwell in our land. Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. Mercy and faithfulness have met. Justice and peace have embraced. Faithfulness shall spring from the earth, and justice look down from heaven. Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. The Lord will make us prosper and our earth shall yield its fruit. Justice shall march before him, and peace shall follow his steps. Let us see, O Lord, your mercy, and give us your saving help. A reading from the second letter of Saint Peter. There is one thing, my friends, that you must never forget, that with the Lord a day can mean a thousand years, and a thousand years is like a day. The Lord is not being slow to carry out his promises, as anybody else might be called slow, but he is being patient with you all, wanting nobody to be lost and everybody to be brought to change his ways. The day of the Lord will come like a thief and then with a roar the sky will vanish, the elements will catch fire and fall apart, the earth and all that it contains will be burnt up. Since everything is coming to an end like this, you should be living holy and saintly lives while you wait and long for the day of God to come 
when the sky will dissolve in flames and the elements melt in the heat. What we are waiting for is what he promised. The new heavens and new earth, the place where righteousness will be at home. So then, my friends, while you are waiting, do your best to live lives without spot or stain so that he will find you at peace. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Prepare a way for the Lord. Make his path straight and all mankind shall see the salvation of God. Alleluia. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory be to you, O Lord. The beginning of the good news about Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It is written in the book of the prophet Isaiah. Look, I am going to send my messenger before you. He will prepare your way. A voice cries in the wilderness, Prepare a way for the Lord. Make his path straight. And so it was that John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. All Judea and all the people of Jerusalem made their way to him, and as they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, they confessed their sins. John wore a garment of camel skin, and he lived on locusts and wild honey. In the course of his preaching, he said, Someone is following me, someone who is more powerful than I am, and I am not fit to kneel down and undo the strap of his sandals. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Dear friends in Christ, one of the most difficult things we all have to live with is personal failure and the discouragement that can come from it. We all have experienced failure in different ways. Sometimes it was caused by the interference of others. Sometimes it was due to circumstances beyond our control. Sometimes it was because of our lack of preparedness, foresight, ability or our lack of personal discipline to see things through. Our deepest regret is knowing that we could have done better and that the option to do things differently and even better 
is no longer available to us. Unfortunately, failure is not just a reality in our everyday lives. It is also a reality in our spiritual life. We all have sinned and made moral mistakes. We all have done harm to others, to ourselves, and perhaps even to our environment in different ways. And one of the sad aspects of our sins is that we must live with our personal and moral failure. We know that we can never restore or repair some of our broken friendships and relationships. Fortunately for us, the scriptures for today provide us with a great deal of hope for our personal brokenness and perhaps how to fix things. Something that I thought was a secret to a great advent and Christmas. In the first reading, the prophet Isaiah tells a broken and exiled people that they have suffered enough for their personal and national sinfulness, that they have lived with the pain and remorse long enough that they are forgiven and that they will be consoled or comforted and restored to their homeland. However, the prophet speaks prophetically of much more than material or temporal and geographical restoration. He speaks of something beyond their lifetimes, beyond time itself. He speaks of a liberator, of a saviour who will come. And this liberator saviour will open a passage for them into an eternal lifetime beyond the failure of this life here on earth. But we can only receive this comfort or consolation of God once we've acknowledged the truth of our shortcomings and our failures. The inauguration of this final spiritual salvation came with the advent of Jesus. In the Gospel reading, Saint Mark tells us that what John the Baptist proclaimed at the River Jordan was something similar. He was the herald that Isaiah spoke about centuries before. In words similar to those of Isaiah, the Baptist proclaimed that Jesus is the God who has come. For Jesus comes with all the power of the Lord God. Jesus rules with strength, but he also rules with the care and love of a shepherd for his sheep. It is over 80 miles from Jerusalem to the, to the Jordan River. Nevertheless, People came in droves. They came to hear the exciting news that John proclaimed. However, John also told them 
that they had to become different themselves. They had to make changes in their hearts and their lives. They couldn't change their past failures and sins, but they could repent of them. They could be sorry for them and they could begin to live in a different way. It would be a life with a new purpose, a life with a new resolve, a life with a new commitment for the future. In his later years, St. Peter gained a wonderful perspective on the timelessness of God's realm. There is no time with God. A thousand years are as one day, and one day is as a thousand years. A man once had a conversation with God. He asked, Lord, I have always wondered about time. What is a thousand years like for you? God answered, For me, a thousand years is like a second. The man then asked, What about money? What is a million dollars for you? And God answered, For me, a million dollars is like a penny. The man became eager and said, Lord, could you give me one of those pennies, please? God answered, no problem, but you will have to wait one second. St. Peter reminds us that God's time is different from ours. That what is important is that we are patient with ourselves and with one another because God is patient with us. The day of the Lord will come and learn to live truly devoted to God and his ways in the time we have here. God is patient with us, but we must still change and grow and continue to improve because St. John Henry Newman said, Life is change that to live is to change and to be perfect is to have changed often. What is interesting is that with a passage of time, our own perspectives too change. Dear friends, Advent is a time for precisely that, to learn patience. It is a season of waiting in joyful hope. Today, we light the second candle of the Advent wreath. The, now, the Advent wreath in its modern form was invented to teach patience. A man named jo Johann Henrik Wichern, who lived from 1808 to 1881, had founded a home for poor children in Hamburg, Germany. The children kept asking him how many days were left until Christmas. As a response, he developed the Advent wreath with his candles to give the children some idea. We use the Advent wreath for a similar purpose, to learn patience, to wait not nervously, but patiently. For sure, things sometimes seem dark, but the Advent wreath says that the light of Christ has come and that it will grow. 
we need to learn God's time to avoid those sins of impatience that cause so much harm. If we wait patiently, he will give us every good thing. As we grow older, we realize that there is always something else that must be turned over to God. There is an attitude, a behavior, and willfulness that we must give up. We, we must do this if we are to be truly children of God and disciples of Jesus. We all know and understand that we must all meet God and Jesus at our death for our personal judgment. But there will also be a time when the whole world meets its end. Peter reveals that there will be a catastrophic event and the final universal judgment of everyone. Brothers and sisters, we are never finished. In this life, we are never through growing. God is merciful. Our past failures, our mistakes and our sins can indeed be forgiven. By the blood of Jesus, by the sacrifice he made on the cross, they are forgiven. However, to grow, we must change. We must become better persons. We must become more like Jesus himself. He shows us the way to a new life. It is a life beyond our ability to fathom or understand. It is a life that is filled with the love, the fire, the power and the glory of God. A reporter asked actor Martin Sheen about his faith. He said that he is a practicing Catholic. Then he added, and I plan to keep practicing until I get it right. Dear friends, that's a good motto to adopt this Advent. So let us pray today that we never let our human weakness, failures or discouragement keep us from the faith, the trust and the love that God wants from us with the help of his grace. Amen. As we seek to prepare our hearts and our world for the coming of the Lord, let us turn to our loving Father. For the Church, that all who follow Christ will heed his call to repentance and change and be ready to greet him when he returns in glory. Lord, in your mercy. For our world, that people will be more willing to share the earth's resources so that the basic needs of all will be met. Lord, in your mercy. For ourselves, that the gift of Christ's presence in the Eucharist may be a constant reminder to us to share our lives with those we meet. Lord, 
in your mercy for our various parish communities especially those who are sick, troubled or bereaved that they will be strengthened by the knowledge of Christ's love Lord in your mercy for refugees, asylum seekers and all who are far from home that the loving mercy of God will preserve and support them Lord in your mercy for all those who have died Zaprin Pascalin Father Vincent Benjamin Zephaniah that they may know the joy of eternal life in heaven with God and all the angels and saints Lord in your mercy for all who are sick or housebound Lazarina all our family members who are sick that they will experience the healing touch of Jesus Lord in your mercy for our own personal intentions and the intentions of those who have asked us to pray for them and those who have no one to pray for them. We ask Mary, the mother of Jesus, to pray with us and for us as we say, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Heavenly Father, you are our strength and our protection. Open our hearts to your grace and lead us to your kingdom. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord bless us and keep us from all evil and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us continue, my dear friends, to bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you, dear friends, for your continuous support, for joining us to listen to the Word of God and to pray for our needs and the needs of the world and for the dead. Please support us by liking our video and sharing and subscribing if you haven't already done so i wish you a peaceful celebration of the 20 of the second sunday of advent year b let us finish like we began in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen <laughs>